in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to The Prop Shows <laughs> That was my Oprah intro. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you very much. And uh, this is the show where we propose things, sort of, sometimes, when we feel like it. <laughs> we propose that we will sometimes propose things for you. <laughs> and uh, I think we've got a good set of proposals for you today. I agree with that, Ben. So let's start with, I propose that you explain what is the prop shozel. <laughs> Did we not just do this? <laughs> we propose things, it's me and you, we chat, we talk about our lives, whatever the hell comes to mind. That's right. So if you find that there's things in your life that you wish someone would intervene in, there are two people right here willing, willing and able, I would even say. Able to More intervene willing, in, in people's keen, lives? Keen. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> desperate. Desperate to intervene in your life with a proposal to change your day. For the better or just to change in general? I'm not going to say. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> You've got to take a gamble, Ben. If you want to text in on 0427 767 767. Take or... a punt that we can propose something to, I don't want to say fix your problem. To, that involves your problem. To worsen the problem? Is that what we're going for? It may for? be to your detriment. I but see. That's, that's the risk you've got to take, isn't it? If you're not willing for things to get worse, then don't change them, as the <laughs> saying goes. Well, that's also 0427 pop pop. Oh, 0427 SMS SMS. The guys on the uh, previous show were like really emphasizing that pop pop. Were they? And I think that like pop, since pop. we started that, I'm fairly certain <laughs> that we should be the ones to uh, do the best pop pop in I know. all of sin history. That's right. So the prop shows is here to propose things, to fix life situations, to invent things that don't yet exist to make your life easier and to propose to each other sometimes. On occasion, we do indeed, and every week we have a musical theme. That's correct, Ben. This week's theme, we're going with zombies. Zombies. A friend of mine went to karaoke last week, and her favourite was by far zombie because it involved the most screaming. By cranberries, is that? I think they say by the crowd. I'm oh. like, well. <laughs> they, they were screaming too in <laughs> horror of her lyrical stylings, perhaps. <laughs> But is that the song that we were discussing? Yeah, it was. And then we were talking about how if a zombie was in your head, that's mm. probably pretty dire circumstances. That's true. <laughs> that's pretty much close to their end game and your end. Yeah, if you're taking <laughs> the lyrics of that song quite literally, <laughs> then uh, you probably don't have long for this world. Well, it's like um, I've been working with psychologists and I fell in a hole at work. Did I tell you? Is, I this, told a, you this, is this another hole? Or? No, no, the same hole okay. from previous, the original I've, hole. I've got to keep track of how many holes that you're falling into because no, it seems like more than average. No, if this was a flame it would be coloured blue. 
what? It's original is always blue. Haven't you noticed? The oh, okay. It's always like that royal blue. Yeah, or white is the other option if you're going, you know, the vanilla. Oh, okay. No, I was thinking more along the chips line. Yeah, or even if you've got an ice cream, the packaging for original is often blue. Generally blue. Mm. So, yes, it was it was the original and the best. Um, best hole. Yes, okay. I would say. Good but know. I got to work at follow a few days later and they're like, oh, you just don't seem yourself. And I was like, well, I fell in a hole. I'm sort of, you know, in a bit of pain. And they're like, it happens to us all sometimes. You'll find a way out. And I was like, no, in the ground. A physical <laughs> yeah. hole. They thought you were being quite deep. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, well, <laughs> I wasn't being deep the whole was. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> no, I fell in a physical, literal hole in the ground and everyone thought that I was being beautiful and metaphorical, but I wasn't. You should have just ran with it rather than embarrassing yourself. No, I'm neither were... beautiful nor metaphorical, but I do fall down a lot. <laughs> Too honest, perhaps. Some may say. Some mm. may say refreshingly genuine. So unless they actually did think that you were being serious and that morning there was just a hole right outside your office that everyone had just yeah, one by like, one wandered into. We've all fallen into it. It's fine. Yeah, you work <laughs> with uh, the lemmings and they just follow each other. <laughs> uh, not again. <laughs> well, shall we get to our first cab off the rank? Since we mentioned the Cranberries zombie, why don't we chuck a little bit of that on and we'll be right back after this with... The prop shows all. I believe we've got some uh, text in for song request, Vicky. We do. We have someone that texted into the last show and now our show. Propose to play the Bingo Player song with the ducks, please. Just so you can go and look it up on YouTube for yourself because it doesn't fit into our theme. It's called Get Up and it's by the Bingo Players featuring the Far East Movement. Yeah, if, if they were zombie ducks, perhaps we would consider playing it. If you are able to knock up a zombie remix by the end of the show, we will play it. That would be you. impressive. <laughs> we propose that we set the theme and you fit in with it. <laughs> I propose that we're the worst at taking requests ever. <laughs> like, we'll just taunt you by talking about it, but never, never play it. Never actually play it. Well, stay tuned. You never know what can happen on the prop shows, or that's for sure. <laughs> I suspect no zombie ducks, though, <laughs> if just I was to go out of a limb. But prove me wrong, listeners, prove me wrong. <laughs> and if you would like to text in a song request to get ignored, yeah, yeah. please text 0427 767 767 or 0427 pop, pop. Pop, pop. You've got to go all out because <laughs> the, the previous show is showing us up. <laughs> but anyway, you've recently become... I won't go in a relationship yes. because we all know where that no, discussion leads I've to. I've become becoupled, perhaps. We've got to make up more terms for I don't think I would go so far as to say I'm becoupled. But you are no longer single as I, I believe that's... Uh, is there a middle ground? Well, you said last week. If it's a Venn week, diagram of a relationship and single, what's in the middle? The dating. <laughs> well, we already said like datees, but is yes. that not applicable anymore? No. Yeah, probably. No, that was my ex-datee that we were talking about in the show last week. But I'm probably... But dating someone. <laughs> well, this we is are, getting more convoluted yeah, by the We second. are both inside dating if together. You were to, <laughs> if you were to announce your relationship on Facebook, is it's complicated? Uh, the, uh, the No, it's quite simple. Issues? We're seeing each other. Uh, you're seeing someone. I'm being sworn. Wow. <laughs> but is that all it's cracked up to be, Vicky? Well, yes and no. Okay. I have something to propose. I would like to propose that... Look, don't get me wrong. Everyone loves spending the night at their partner's house. That's a great thing. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is the actual time spent with your partner and staying there the night is great. 
Yeah, okay. Or with your date, fellow datee. Sure. The person inside the date with you. To, um, to make this not as complicated as it could be, I'll just agree. Yes. But the problem I have is while it's great to stay there, mm. I'd like to propose that we all just allow ourselves to get out the many frustrations that it brings up in life. We need a partner who has to stay at the other partner's house support group. Really? I didn't yes. realise it was that serious. Have you noticed that it's usually one partner who does most of the not being at their own house? Usually there's a preferred house that the couple chooses. I yes, say. I agree. Unbespoken. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know. It's like whoever's got the, the best place. or Yeah, that's right, or like the, most the most convenient. Yeah, or the most privacy or something like that. Because my fellow DT at the moment lives far closer to my work than I actually live and owns his own house. So it's great. Like, so in terms of convenience location-wise. Oh, and everything. That's you a know, step up for you. He hasn't got an annoying family around. Like it's his own <laughs> Unlike house. Unlike my like, family. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> the Those annoying guys. bunch. Yeah, right. <laughs> That was the um, original title for the Brady Bunch that got uh, rejected. Yeah, for but I'd like to say on. that we, I don't know, you feel guilty, but there's a lot of annoyances about staying at your partner's house. Give us a couple. See, I'd just like to go through and propose that we need some sort of list of ways to assist each other or some sort of relationship refugees supply centre. Because <laughs> I'm, rela- I'm a relationship refugee. I often get to his house and I don't have my own stuff. I can't sleep well. It's not my bed. I want my heart side of the bed to be harder. I don't have makeup. I don't have my own clothes. You want, Wait, let's go back to the, the side of the bed thing. Yes. Is that your mattress at home you say is harder? It has or? an excellent firmness to it. And But do you feel like there's these old couples' mattresses that you can adjust the firmness. That on would each be part. amazing. Is that what Plus, you're it would for? also see. I'm. He is a. He is a doona hog. Yeah. Well, that's. A, There's I'm always one in every relationship. Yeah. Well, typically, I would say if I'm sleeping alone, I'm a doona hog. Yeah. I well, like that to, doesn't. Who are you hogging it from? No, no, no. But I feel like in competitive. Sleeping. Oh, yeah. Com- yeah. That's what being in a relationship yeah. is. Competitive sleeping. Yeah. It, the, then it's whoever's the bigger hog always wins out. See, I get accused of being a bed wanderer, which I'm not. I am just seeking the comfort of Dunaland. Wait, can, do you want to define bed wanderer? <laughs> a bed wanderer is a person who takes up most of the bed. So he's like, I'm right on the edge. It's pract- I should just, you know, go and sleep in the wardrobe. Okay. And I'm like, great, leave the Duna behind, hog. I just wanted to... Uh, Make it sure that people weren't accusing you of sleeping around or something. No, no, no. I'm not wandering between beds. I'm wandering within beds. I see. Yes. He accuses me of pushing him to the edge, but I have to follow him to the edge. No, that's the worst because I've often in my past relationships ended up crammed basically between the mattress (laughs) and the wall. And it's like, because you try and just put a little bit of room between you and your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and then they follow you. No, I only follow because the doona moves away. Okay, so he's pulling the doona and then... Yes. I'm like, I had I was underneath a veranda of doona. Because I've had girlfriends claim it's for body warmth. No, I'm but, fine. I can create my own heat. But I'm I not need, a freaking lizard. I don't need to... I, I can't fall asleep, like, cuddling someone, or, like, with my arm, like, underneath. They'll well, give me, like, Well, I can, but you can something. probably expect that you'll get farted on during the night. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, future dates of Vicky yeah, out there? Yeah, watch out. Or current date, depending on... Let's see, is like, it... Presumably. No, he has not texted to break up with me in oh, the last few. minute. <laughs> I was just thinking presumably they already knew what they were in for, any uh, current relationship. Well, yes, I think he's got, I don't know, I 
It's like a house. If the veranda of the house keeps shrinking, I'm going to get closer to the house if it's raining. I see. Same thing with dunas. I am not a bed wanderer. I'm a, I'm a victim of duna hoggery. So what's, is there a compromise that you can come up with? Killing him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Breaking up. <laughs> I can sleep in a blood-soaked bed, but at least I will have the warmth of a full doona <laughs> on my right. side. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I need someone to propose something to assist the relationship refugee who doesn't get to live in their own house anymore. In terms of the doona issue, can you use two doonas? I guess so. I would say that that's probably the best solution. Because I think that that can work quite well. But I'd also like to propose, Ben, do you have a limit on how far your girlfriend can live away before it's not viable? What like, do you mean by live away? Okay, so if you met a, a girl yeah. and she's like the suburb we live in, if she was like, okay, I live two hours away from that, mm. no deal, even if she was the greatest girl ever? Well, it depends how frequently she wants to meet up. Yeah, see, I meet up with this guy two times a week, but I more or less live an hour to an hour and a half away. So I'm wondering if people have a sphere. It depends. Like you say long-distance relationships, you could technically have some kind of relationship with someone on the other side of the country. Well, yeah, and I'm saying a relationship where you expect to see them physically, like in person, once or twice a week. Okay, so, yeah, within the regular week sphere. Yeah, that's saying, right, yes. Is there some kind is of radius? A, a radius that you have, yeah. Well, you could always meet up somewhere in the middle and that would cut both of your time down. Yeah, there's nowhere really in the middle between us. Yeah, it's difficult, I admit. Because he lives basically where you live and mm. you know where I live. So, so you're saying that me and him should start a relationship? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Be far more convenient for everyone. Your crap's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> or... Are you saying me and you should start a relationship since I'm apparently close to your work? (laughs) Well, I just feel frustrated because, like, if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, my work shoes aren't here, they may as well be in China. Yeah, I see. (laughs) You know, two hours away, they might as well not exist anymore. Presumably you could take your work shoes to his house. Well, that's the point. But, like, the thing is I often, like, it's hard to, I'm not used to camping every week. You're a vagrant. (laughs) You're used to spontaneously dropping by and then having to uh, make plans afterwards. Well, no, I'm just, who is used to packing their, who goes camping and then straight to work? No one. No one is used to packing a bag every week for work. But if you're... If you're camping outside of work. <laughs> now here's something that could work. <laughs> this is where your giant holes have all been coming That's from. That's right. People, uh, I've been pitching tents and yeah, fire. Digging fire pits <laughs> outside of your office space. So give us a text 0427-767-767. Are you currently caught in a state of relationship in transience? <laughs> yeah, not quite long distance, but not short enough either. Or do you have a sphere where even if you met Oh, hang on. Sorry, I've just got to text through. Where even if you met someone who was really great, you'd cut them off for being too far away. <laughs> I've just got to text through. Hey, guys, would you consider being in a relationship with someone in the military, considering military personnel can be sent away for many months at a time? Cheers, Ryan. We will address that after we've gone through Zombie Nation, who would definitely sway my opinion because I would expect my military man to protect me from the, from the rising zombie apocalypse. That's right, from the rising of said nation. All right. So let's all consider that point while we listen to Zombie Nation by Kerncraft 400. Welcome back. 
back to the prop shows with Ben. I propose that you were just listening <laughs> and to... And probably Vicky. <laughs> I assume she would introduce herself. But. I propose that you were just listening to Zombie Nation by Kerncraft 400, motion carried because you were. Mm, it's hard to dispute. It is very difficult to dispute. Unless you just switched over, in which case I've got no idea what you were listening That's to. That's true. <laughs> so we had a text in before the break. Hey, guys, would you consider being in a relationship someone in the military since they can be away for months at a time? Mm. Ben? Well, weirdly, after last week's show, we were kind of talking about this very thing. We were, because I was considering being the deity of a man who is one month on, one month off. And oh, yeah, I was saying that ago, was the sorry. perfect relationship. Yeah. So, yes, I would absolutely consider someone in the military. But he wasn't in the military. He was underwater diving. Yeah, or... He was an underwater welder yeah. for the mining industry. Which I guess it's almost the same as being in the military. Well... Yes, should the zombie apocalypse come and we need to weld an underwater escape route, or some he would be of, a fantastic boyfriend. Some kind of underwater base where the zombies can't get us. <laughs> like, quick, everybody. It's, it would be like a bubble or something. I well, assume. my current DT is a gardener, so I'm thinking should the zombie apocalypse occur, mm. he can just plant Venus flytraps around the house that he owns. I and the doona will be the least of our worries. I so you, what this guy needs mm. for our relationship to really flourish is a zombie apocalypse. It sounds like you assume a Venus flytrap is like little shop of horrors style. Yeah, exactly. I think I've had Venus flytraps in the past. Underwhelming, to say the least. <laughs> it's like, first of all, they're, they're tiny. It's yeah. not like a giant. But he's a gardener. He could make mutant ones. You think he can breed a yeah, hybrid? he's used to it. Well, what did they do in Little Shop of Horrors to make that plant so big? We'll have to go back and research. He probably knows. I've, that's what they do in gardening school. Yeah. They study Little Shop of Horrors and... That's, um, that's week two of gardening yeah, school. that's right. What's week one? Fertilizer. Oh, I was thinking this is a plant. This is not a plant. Well, <laughs> to get into gardening school, presumably there's some kind of that's base the test? level test. Yeah. What's this? A desk. Ooh, plant, sorry. sorry. <laughs> that weeds a lot of people out. That's yeah, a, little, it does. a gardening pun we like What's to this? use to weeding people out. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, that, that's day. That's uh, the first day on the job. They have to teach puns. See, should we run out of building materials as well? I imagine he could just grow me a house like Grug. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Grug. He lives think, in a giant plant or something? I'm pretty sure he lives in the side of a hill or something, but all of his furniture is like made out of plants and stuff. So I could live in some sort of living leviathan grown by my gardener, Dayti. Is Grug tiny or are these giant plants? I'm not really sure about mm. Grug's size. I don't even know who mm. Grug is. But... Don't you know who Grug is? He's the hairiest man alive. Oh, my I know. bad. How did I not know that? Do you ever wonder if you're like the ugliest person in the world? Nope. And then you're like, oh, Steve Buscemi. Never mind. <laughs> That's always your baseline. You're yeah. like, oh, if, if, if anything happens, I've always still got Steve Buscemi. Yeah, too. I'm like, I'm hideous. Oh, hang on. <laughs> and he still made quite the career out of himself. I know. In an industry that typically rewards good looks. <laughs> so there's hope for everyone. If well done, Steve Buscemi. But I want to still go back to Venus flytraps for yes. a second. They typically, you, you'd want them to eat a fly. Is you do. The, the goal here. Yes. It's, or at least trap it. I don't care yeah. what they do with it once it's trapped. That's no. their business. But so They're I, not f- Venus fly, tell you what I do with it. <laughs> well, presumably that's the next step, but I will satisfy, I'll be satisfied if I see a fly being trapped. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I used to, like, as a child. It's I, not Venus fly catch and release program. No, true. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I'd have a few Venus fly traps as a child. Yes. And you'd watch it for, like, about five minutes. And mm. you're like, well, he hasn't caught any flies yet. Were there any flies around? Not many. Well, <laughs> so that's, that's a fatal error well, to that, begin with. But I don't have a kind of a fly enclosure. So when you see a surgeon like walking down the street, you're like, hey, surgeon, mm. show it off. And he's like, there's no one here that needs surgery. And you're like, oh. 
but I lame. But a, a surgeon's natural environment is an operating room. <laughs> a Venus flytrap's natural environment is the wilderness. Or, you know, well, the outdoors. You... <laughs> there's flies outdoors. I feel that you're leaning a little harsh if there's no flies around. What do you expect for it to attract flies? And I, then maybe <laughs> I kind of hoped that that's what would happen. Is it singing the fly song at sub subhuman levels? Frequencies. Do you know what's a way to make your boyfriend feel really insecure? Mm. Every time you hear a dog barking, tell him that you just insulted him at ultrasound. <laughs> and that the dogs are responding yeah, in that's laughter right. or something. Yeah, I'm like, I just told the dog something really good about you in a really high pitch. And does that, does that work? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> it, it annoys them. It's not going to make for the uh, most healthiest relationship. No. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I can see that being fun for a little bit until you uh, drive them to insanity. <laughs> so I think the answer to your question, Ryan, uh, is that we would both propose that we would love to be in a relationship with someone in the military, particularly Ben. Yeah, I didn't even get to answer this, really. But I was speaking to a friend a couple of months ago, mm. and he works in the mining industry, so he's back and forth from New South Wales every so often. Mm-hmm. And he has a girlfriend here. Mm. And I asked her if it was difficult for them to maintain a long-distance relationship just because he doesn't get to see her that often. And she's like, no, it's pretty good. It works for me. I'm like... Thinking about for a second, like, yeah, I think that could work for me as well. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. You're, like, basically single for a month or two months, except for cheating. But, like... That's, that's, I think, a big part of singledom is the ability to guilt-free... No, I don't reckon. It's more about, like, suiting yourself. It's not so much about being allowed to, like, go around and hook up with people. It's like, I want to go home and play video games. And so you do. But you're still safe in the knowledge that you do have a fellow datee. Yeah. Do you think as someone now I think you get the best of both worlds. Except for you don't get to see your partner like very frequently. Well, that's how, that's what you want. That's your perfect relationship. I think, I think so. After discussing uh, this with Vicky in the past, mm. I, maybe I want a girlfriend that I see like once a month. <laughs> I don't see how. I think a military woman is perhaps your perfect girlfriend. Is that too? You guys um, could set up some like real life um, Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah, now I we're know. talking. Hang out with your girlfriend and feel like you're playing a video game. Is that? too threatening for me like is a a military woman too does that threaten my masculinity i don't know i'll I'll ask my date tonight because i kickbox Mm. and he does not so we'll see how that goes do you think he could kick your you could kick his ass still oh i don't know you've met him what do you reckon I've, i've only met him briefly i didn't get the impression that if you went one on one it would be a one sided fight well, he's so nice. That's the problem. Like, I, I can't really distinguish his abilities in a fight because he's such a nice person that I just can't imagine us getting into a physical fight. I went on a first date once and I was walking. I thought you met with him. I went on a first uh, date with him and he was a nice guy. Well, it is no coincidence that we're living quite close now. <laughs> no, I went on a first date once and we were walking down the street in the city. Yeah. And uh, it was like a weird area that we were in. So I was making jokes about having to protect my girl's honour, right? should the need occur. And then I found out that she was a black belt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess you'll be protecting my honour. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be lying in a gutter struggling to breathe. But <laughs> if, I'm assuming now that you've told me that, that you're going to use those skills for uh, my defence. So text in, ladies, 0427767767. What's your favourite way to emasculate your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm thinking that we may be doing the world a disservice. This episode. <laughs> so let us know, Ryan, if that's answered your question. We've also got Derek uh, texting in with a proposal to settle the Duna issue. Shave off all his body hair so it doesn't pull the Duna more than yours. 
You I think, think he's was... got a little shop of horror body hair idea. I didn't realise it was a friction-based No, he problem. hasn't got a thousand tiny hands growing out of his body holding on to the doona. Uh, yeah, it's like um, I think it's like some flies or something have little hairs that have microscopic hooks yeah, on them. that's right. He's, he's just got the human version he's of that. He's half human, half fly. That's why he's so good with plants. His proboscis was a dead giveaway. But to I be should honest, have known when he threw the, the food on the floor and started walking on it. Oh, I thought you were going to say he, was, he spat saliva all over it and started <laughs> sucking it up that way. We've had a text in. Hi, I missed the first half of the show. Were there any developments with the superhero boyfriend date? What? I think that's talking about the month on month off guy. Oh, okay. Because like we talk so much crap. I, I guess that's a good way to sum it up. <laughs> that I'm like, well, I assume we said it, but I've got no idea what they're talking about. The uh, superhero? No, that was um, Indiana Jones. Would have yeah. been the, the way to jog my memory on that, that one. That was Indiana Jones. Um, no, he ended up being a jerk. So, oh, he did. Yeah. I didn't even realize that much. No, he did. I'll, I'll show you the text messages later. It was quite entertaining. I thought you just moved on already because he was away for five minutes. <laughs> No, that's how I <laughs> that's how I work with Peekaboo. Oh, I see. Where are you? Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got a new development in Vicky's love life to uh, talk about, but uh, not <laughs> not the Indiana Jones style adventurer. But if you missed the previous show or any show or the previous half of the first show, which I was trying to say, <laughs> go to propshowsal.com or just search for propshowsal on iTunes, and you will find the very segments that you have missed. We've also had Ryan text in with a bit of follow-up on his question about being in the Navy. Um, Well, for a bit of perspective, I've applied to be a submariner in the Navy. I felt I was only able to do this as a single person, which I have recently become. Mm. So what, did you break up with your girlfriend because you were joining the military or you broke up and you're like, time to join the military? (laughs) I have to say submariner is my favourite kind of mariner. Well, we were talking about superheroes. Yeah. That's one of Aquaman's uh, uh, co-heroes. What do you call it? Aquaman has a sidekick sidekick is what I was trying to say. Called What's he called? Submariner. No way. Oh my gosh. So the Submariner has texted in with his real identity. <laughs> you idiot. We are slowly <laughs> unraveling. Bruce Wayne, you're next. <laughs> we to get this show back on track. Yes. We were wandering through Melbourne Central. We after, were wandering through Melbourne Central after the uh, show. And uh we got pitched quite a interesting sales pitch, I thought. I thought so as well. Oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> Vicky's played... Something snuck into this segment. uh, I think we interrupt this segment to bring another segment. (laughs) Play the song, Vicky. Oh, yes, that was Oh-da-da-da-deer. The segment where we asked the question to Vicky, what did the deer catch you doing? (laughs) And I think you should, just for a bit of background, remind us why you ask me this every week. Because Vicky got caught overseas, like what, Ireland or something? By a deer in the kitchen, I believe. Yes. It caught her doing something quite embarrassing of which she has yet to divulge the details. (laughs) So every week Ben asked me, what did the deer see you doing? And I once again declined to answer. Mm, And it wasn't anything sexually discerned. What about, was there any other people in the room? No, Mm. I was alone. All right. Me and the deer. All right, we're chipping away slowly. (laughs) Stay tuned, listeners, for more of my mother's least favourite segment. Really? (laughs) But What did your mum say about it? Oh, just that we uh, we should drop it after. I I think she (laughs) didn't really care what the deer caught Vicky doing. (laughs) Anyway, back on track. 
so we were walking through Melbourne Central. This, yes. They've often got people trying to sell various things. Sometimes it's to donate to charity. I once got caught. Someone walked up to me and said, do you like M&M's? Oh, and snap. And I'm like, oh, of course, I love M&M's. Who doesn't? <laughs> I thought it was a weird question, but she was kind of cute. And then she proceeded to chat to me for about 10 minutes about charity. And I'm like, well, what does this have to do with M&M's? I later realized I was wearing an M&M t-shirt. Oh. And she had tricked me. She into was that not, old trapola. No, she was not trying to give me free M&Ms. And so mm. I was much disappointed. And uh, and who would not be? Yeah. So um, we we got s- not stopped, but we overheard the sales pitch for the most recent you know, salesmen in the area mm. trying to sell an apartment. Yes. It seemed quite an interesting way to get people to impulse purchase quite a large financial uh, commitment I would have expected. <laughs> it's not your, exactly your um, impulse buy, is it, an apartment? I wouldn't have thought so. There's how well, often... I'll just go out to the supermarket for some carrots and some soup. What else do we need? Oh, bacon's on the list. Oh, an apartment. Yeah, 30 well, I, second I didn't have it on building. the list, but... <laughs> I, I guess it's a bit of a more of a financial commitment than I expected to take part in before I went out, but... You sold it to me so swiftly. That I know. It's like, well, I wasn't looking for an apartment, but if there's one right in my face, why not? I keep coming back with like six new places to live every time I go out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, damn, I forgot that it was going to take 30 years to pay this baby off. <laughs> like, oh, do I have an apartment in Mallorca? Oh, I can't remember. Never mind. I better Can't hurt to have two. I better buy three just to, in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I don't know, maybe we, should we role play how this conversation goes down or something. Sure. It seems like an unusual sales tactic, so it would be maybe we can help this guy out. So we would like to propose a way to get people to impulse buy an apartment. Mm, who's who's going to be the customer who's going to be What would you like to be? I could I can try and sell you something, I All guess. All right, yep, all right. So I'm walking. Just wandering through. Hey, do you like M&M's? Mm, yeah, I, I guess so. Great, then you'll love my new apartment that I'm giving you for the low, low price. Sold? Well, that was it. <laughs> I did not realise that you'd be no. such a... Oh, um, I'm not really in the market for an apartment. I, I'm a student. I'm actually just here to to buy carrots for my only meal. You know what? Carrots afford. would look great in, Vicky. A carrot holder. You're right. I need to get my hands on a carrot holder. In A carrot holder in your new 32nd floor apartment. Oh, 32nd floor I do need somewhere to keep my carrots, and if I get myself a carrot holder as well, where the hell am I going to keep it? Here's the deal. Okay. You uh, buy this apartment, I'll chuck in a carrot holder for free. Hmm. I hate paying for carrot holders. I'm unfamiliar with the concept of a carrot holder, (laughs) so I was just going to get a uh, test tube beaker holder, one of those Mm. science-y type things, and just... Put the carrots in there. Does that float your boat? Well, I was practically sold until you revealed your skullduggery. Come on. Come on. Just No, I'm sorry. I'm on the way to the supermarket. I'm sorry, no. Buy the apartment, Vicky. Why do you know my name? You will buy this. (laughs) (laughs) How did you become aware of my first name? I gotta go. Yep. Okay, I think I think you should leave. I really I It's only a million dollars, so you're gonna No? Uh, I'll see you. (laughs) <laughs> and that is how not to go about that. <laughs> I think that that technique would have worked had you been an actual customer. <laughs> I think my salesmanship is on the Well, money. the fact that you knew my name was quite creepy and that you're revealing that your sales tactics are, in fact, sales tactics is not great. You don't wear the I'm Vicky t-shirt that I bought you? 
Oh, that's where that came from. But how did they know I liked M&M's then? That was the psychic, <laughs> the psychic element of my salesman. So there's not enough psychic salesmen in the world, if you ask me. It was maybe it's an I Heart Vicky t-shirt or I Am Vicky t-shirt. Text just in. covered in M&M's as well. It's, <laughs> it's got everything of Vicky's interests and personal details. Written all over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's quite small, quite small font. Text in 0427 What are your uh, proposals for getting someone to impulse buy an apartment? And now we're going to go into the song we teased earlier. Jonathan Colton's Regarding Your Brains. Are your brains. I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. All we want to do is eat your brains. We're at an impasse here. Maybe we should compromise. And that was Jonathan Colton eating everyone's brains. That's right, in... Ari, your brain's one of my favourite songs. <laughs> yeah, Vicky was giggling all the way through I love that, that song. It's so great. We, uh, we got some advice on how to avoid being sold an apartment. Well, I thought it was an advice to stop people coming inside and eating your brains. Oh, <laughs> either way, the tactic may both work. zombies and salesmen. Yeah. What's who the... are not dissimilar, really. They're trying to do crap to you that you don't want, generally speaking. <laughs> and the advice is it's easy to avoid those people. No eye contact, problem solved. I really wish I knew that before I purchased like $6 million worth <laughs> of city landscape. And they are, that is great advice for dealing with both zombies and dealing with salespeople. Does it work on zombie salesmen? Let's ask Jonathan Colton. He appears yeah, he, to be he knows the a man straddling those two um, issues. <laughs> So uh, a while back, mm. I was away in uh, Cambodia. You were. And we discussed it in length on this show, but one thing <laughs> that we failed to mention was what my uh, friend was getting up to while he was back in Melbourne. Yeah, we did have an issue where we didn't summarise what every single friend of yours was doing while yeah. you were So away. for the next 10 weeks, <laughs> get ready for the recap. <laughs> no, he was house-sitting for me. Yes. And so he was walking our dog and he came across a bit of a uh, social dilemma when we, we talk about coming to an impasse here, he, he can really relate. Mm, exactly. And so his problem wasn't zombie related, but no. dog walking related. No, that's true. And so uh, he was doing the lap of the block and um, taking my dog out for a stroll when he came across another couple walking their dog. Mm. And I guess they stopped for a chat just because like, hey, we've both got dogs, <laughs> something in common, pay attention to me. While they were stopping to talk, mm. my dog started going to the bathroom and uh, doing a poo right in front of them. Mm. And I love how you were polite there and then just like well, I had to, went straight for it. I had to be specific because he, if, he was using the washroom to do a giant poop bowler. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know. <laughs> Why did you bother? Because I realized that it was a poop loser <laughs> right there on my front lawn. <laughs> I realised going to the bathroom could imply that he was just taking a leak. Oh, I thought you meant going to the bathroom might imply that he disappeared into a washroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dog is very well toilet trained. <laughs> He's like, excuse me, gentlemen, I have some business to take care excuse of. Excuse me, good sirs, please continue your conversation. I will return in one moment. Exactly. <laughs> from the little boy's room. No, on this occasion he was slightly less well That happened to me last managed. night, actually. Oh well, God. not quite, but <laughs> what happened was a man yelled at me from a car, come over here, you effing mole, <laughs> using the word. What? Yeah. All right. And I was like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> 
Okay, kind sir. I will be <laughs> right with you in one minute. Just you please clearly... await my ingress. <laughs> That's right. You are clearly requesting an audience with my good self. <laughs> <laughs> I will verily approach your vehicle. <laughs> what were you doing there? And uh, have a discussion. <laughs> what were you doing there? Sitting that... on the side of the road, just waiting for the lights. But you were like, he was in your car and you were just on for it. Yeah, and... just standing at the lights. Did it? And he must have said something like that I didn't even hear or notice and then suddenly come over here, you effing mole. What, you think he started off a little more polite? I, I don't know. I doubt it. That is weird. It was probably like, hey, bitch or something. And then you just feel like, like, well. It's I've... not a great opener. Like, is that getting many people in? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> is he? Has he tried everything else? He's like, well, hey. Nice to meet you is not working. Tell me a little about yourself. Bump bow. Did not pull. And so, but is that was that his tactic? Like he was trying to pick you up or something? I have no idea. I did not go over there. I you was like, well, okay. You weren't doing anything. I can imagine if you were slashing tires or no, something. That I think was I was scratching my eye and looking at the ground. He's like, well, that chick looks like a mole. Yeah, that's right. Bitch. Who right. are you to have an itchy eye? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, my goodness. Anyway. Amazing. Back to what you were saying. So, uh. Yeah, it's important to note that it wasn't just taking a leak for the sake of the story. Yes. Because the normal social etiquette is to get a bag and pick up the the dog's business. Correct. But Eddie didn't have a bag with him. Oh, you've revealed the name. The EPA (laughs) is coming for him. (laughs) And so he had to awkwardly stand by while these people that he was talking to just watched him. And it was like they were... Because it wasn't his dog and he had not prepared for this. No. But he didn't want to look like the bad guy. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just like, say he had a plastic bag on him. Why don't you walk off and not have to watch this stranger's every move while he... Oh, so he felt awkward also about removing dog poop in front of strangers. Yeah, it was like you just met these people. Yeah, like, that's oh, true. Hey, I'm just going to fondle this poop for a minute. <laughs> Please excuse <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, just ignore it. <laughs> it's not my usual uh, morning business, but, you know, these things got to happen. So I don't know. I just felt like he needed a way out of this situation. But what do you do? Can anyone suggest? 0427-767-767. How do you solve Eddie's dog walking dilemma? Yeah, it's a tough one because I feel like it was their responsibility to just move I say off walk away. If, yeah. you're, if a dog's like, how embarrassing for your dog, more and above. Eddie's not <laughs> the victim in this story. I know. When there's not a professional bathroom around I know. my dog to wash his in hands. In front of everyone. Yeah, it was quite the scene. By I the say the other it. couple had the responsibility to walk away and let... Your friend removed the poop in less embarrassing peace. Agreed, even if, because they don't know that he doesn't have a bag. That's right. But just say he did. Why are you hanging around all this time? Yeah, that's so it's weird. It's not like, it's like, well, this conversation is quite important. <laughs> I've got to get back to it. But first, I'll let you take care of that. We absolutely cannot table this. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Maybe that's his problem. He's just too interesting a guy. <laughs> He was in the middle of telling the story about the time he had to uh, do Superman's work. Maybe that's what it was. He's like, yeah, I had to fill in one day as Superman. Oh, please pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Be more boring if you don't want to have to pick up poop in front of other people. That's the moral of this story. There you go. And uh, with that, it brings us to the end of another episode. It does. This is us closing the prop shows for this week. So many morals that we've learned. But what else have we learned, Vicky? I think it is time to recap with the What Did We Learn song. I learned 
that Vicky's boyfriend is half fly. <laughs> I learned that my boyfriend, should the zombie apocalypse come, will breed a mutant Venus flytrap. I learned that campers have set up shop outside of Vicky's office. <laughs> I learned that... <laughs> Sorry. I'm so bad at this segment because it just makes me laugh. I learned that uh, the first step in gardening school is to prove that you can tell the difference between a plant and a table. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> I've learned that Vicky is a bed roamer. <laughs> bed wanderer. Oh, wanderer, sorry. I've learned that the reason why people love Duna hogs is due to their over-expansive body hair. That's true. <laughs> and I've learned that Vicky is not wearing the I Am Vicky t-shirt that I bought her. <laughs> I've learned that the best way to avoid both zombies and salesmen is more or less the same. It's good to know. It's good to know. And we wish you adieu, my fellow listeners. But before we go, we've had some uh, two pieces of advice come through the text line for Eddie. So we've got here, slip some false poo onto the ground and pick it up with your bare hands. Then say nice to meet you and extend your hand for a shake. It's interesting to assume he didn't take a plastic bag, but he's got false he's poo got on false him. He's got false poo on him. <laughs> We've also got here, if telepathy doesn't work, effing mole is always my backup. Nice to hear from you again. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know because uh, I keep trying telepathy, but I guess at least I've got a plan B now. <laughs> and with that, we will finish up today. Thank you very much for your texts. Feel free to continue contacting us on facebook.com slash propshazel. Yes. Or you can reach us on iTunes. Or go to uh, propshazel.com and you'll find all the podcasts and you can email us for, you know, if you've got something to contribute to the show. You can definitely email us, vicky at insaneramblings.net or... ben at insaneramblings.net. And we'll sign off for you on 90.7 FM online and on your radio. So we'll let you go with uh, one more zombie-themed song. stuff. Yes, by Dead Mouse. Or Dead Mouse 5, if he wants to embarrass us all in the future. We'll never know. Or will we? <laughs> Weekdays only on Sin. And you can catch our ex co host there, Mason, 6 a.m. on Wednesday mornings, I believe. Incorrect. Oh, is it? I don't think he's on this season. Oh, oops. <laughs> well, you could have caught him, but In, you if missed. you're a time traveler. Yes, that's right.
jump back in time and go listen to this show. <laughs> if you are a catcher, consider yourself fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's in ramblings.